Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now come on big money big money big money no whammies big money hello 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 can you hear me how about now can you hear me Oh, there you are. Hey, hello? Yeah, sorry. I don't know what was going on. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. So first thing, sorry, you look very frustrated. I apologize. Oh, I've been trying to use this fucking laptop for the last half hour. That's just me. Sorry. It's not um, you. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, I try. I'm like, well, first of all, my volume was down and I was like, no, that can't be the only reason why it wasn't working. And then I went back in and like, I don't know. I have no idea. I just reset yeah, it, Zoom and it started working. Cool. No worries. No worries. I also have a shitty laptop. <laughs> so yeah, the new one literally came right at four o'clock, and I was like, "Oh, I know what that is." <laughs> it, Guys, it sound the last show. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Guys, I'm so excited to show you what I have to show you later. Oh my god! Uh, you guys, so I, I'm just, you guys are gonna love it. You guys are gonna love it. Uh, can't wait. Is it wait? Is it better or worse than an exploding sleeping bag? Uh, well, I mean, it's different. <laughs> so, Steve, I've been wanting to talk to you. I think we need to fire our third host. Oh. I just, uh, I don't think he's really bringing the content anymore. You're talking about pickles? Because I'm okay with that. I was talking about Brendan. And by fire, I mean out of a cannon. <laughs> <laughs> I still mean Brendan. Oh, wait, is that you? Hello? What's going on? Wait, are you the one that's been telling him he's like a third co-host on the show? Because <laughs> he keeps saying that to me, and I'm like, no one, no one has told no, you that. No, Izzy, don't tell him our secret. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you guys excited for the 250th episode? Yeah! Yeah, uh, yeah let's do it. All right. <clears throat> Wait, I have to get in the zone. <sighs> okay, I'm good. It is not the offspring of witchcraft or Satan. It was created by man. It will grow to be 15 feet tall. It will have huge eyes, webbed hands, hooked claws. It will walk upright. And it will mindlessly, mercilessly kill every living thing it meets. Prophecy. Yeah! yeah. <laughs>
Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. 250th episode. Uh, and tonight. Oh, tonight. Oh, uh, we are continuing October. Yeah. With 1979's Prophecy. Oh, Steve. From like the beginning of this podcast, <laughs> I've been waiting to do this goddamn movie. Just it just we've always been like, ooh, what do we what do we want to do it for? Like, do we want to do it for bear month? Do we want to do it for mute month? Do we want to do it for bear slapping month? Do we want to do it for like hashtag child murder, hashtag spoiler? <laughs> All of the above and more. Ah! But uh luckily for this masterpiece, we're not alone. Oh god damn it. Now wait, wait, I mean, <laughs> oh no. <gasps> With us is <laughs> Self-promoted honorary third co-host, <laughs> Brendan, from the What Were They Thinking podcast. We'll go, Brendan! Hey, guys! <laughs> Paul Bear? Oh, oh, God. Wait, that's not one of the male emotions. Yeah. Guys, I'm just, I'm so honored that you're having me on for your 250th and final episode! What, what? No, no, it's just the two Oh no, we're about to a thousand. We we got plenty more. Jesus Christ. Come on. No. Deep breath. Oh. We got stretch goals. He's losing his shit. You guys, I know you haven't told everyone everyone yet. Izzy's been private messaging me though. Um so Steve, don't worry about it. No, but I haven't. It's your final Have you been talking to my dad? I get it. It's okay. <laughs> Yes, do I'm not Brendan. trust the other fishers. Yeah. Mine's the only. I'm the only fisher who has something other than an overdue notice in their name. <laughs> uh, but no, Brendan, th- th- this is not our final episode. This is whatever just you our, say, man. Whatever you say, just our 250th, oh, no. and probably our last one on this fucking Did- laptop. Because guess who got their laptop ten minutes Woo! ago? <laughs> it's the first sign of the apocalypse. Is this the uh, last one with Brendan? I mean, <gasps> he keeps crying like this. <laughs> he keeps crying like. Yeah, totally. Okay, my uh, they you know what you'll find out at the end, but they can deny it all they want for now. But anyway, uh, yes, I'm Brendan. I'm from the What Were They Thinking and for Screen and Country podcast. Do not give each other furtive glances like that, Stephen Izzy. I can see you. What? God damn it! He can't see no. us. Hold, hold on. Let me just adjust the video. No. Wait, wait, wait. Let's make out. Let's make out. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm. Let's make out like it's our final episode. Oh. <laughs> like it's. Like we don't make out uh, all the it. fucking time. I am so sober right now. Oh, we are far too sober. sober to talk about this movie. Uh, since it's October. Yeah! Uh, we have from Bell's Brewing in Comstock, Michigan, mm. their Oktoberfest beer. Yeah! Oh my gosh, what, it's the most wonderful, wonderful time, time of, of the year. Nick August Cage? The Mertens are flowing. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, oh, actually, it says on this bottle here, Fall is my favorite time to drink beer. Yeah. The weather turns cooler, there's a bounty of foods, and beer just seems to taste better. I hope you enjoy this traditional beer as much as I do. Prosit. Uh, Larry Bell? I don't know. It's We're broasting. Larry J. Bell? We're broasting. It's yeah. broasting, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Brendan, Brost. do you know the difference between a brost and a prost? No. One's a cheer and one's a boob. <laughs> one's share cheer cheer oh. when you're prosting you're cheering oh. and brost is breast in german yeah i've heard Bresting. of chicken so, uh, before so what's that wait what i said i've heard of broasted chicken before so what's that mean <laughs> it's a drunk chicken oh that's uh that's half uh half like 
the bro- broasted chicken is uh they do deep fried chicken but it's in a um pressure cooker oh okay well, that was one so, so it's in a bomb uh look we actually even have a bell's uh <laughs> bottle opener i think that's one. the one that doesn't work great but it's um, pretty well we'll find out Ah, my top. Yeah, my top. That was kind of unfold. <laughs> the oh, last time we hear about her top. Uh, now we got at least one oh, more no. this episode. So, booyah! And by the way, again, not the final episode. The poor. Brandon oh, trying to yeah. spread these rumors. This over is that a beautiful board. see-through beer. You can read a book through it. It's got a great, beautiful, like amber color to it. It's got an off-white, creamy head. Ooh, with the cat hair in it. I'm so lucky. Pull that right out of there. It's I'm probably sure in the that was from your environment and not the bottle. <laughs> I guarantee that that's from my environment. Wait, are there two gatos here on the to, to my side? At least yes, yes, sir. The other ones across the way, their hair head buried in your blanket, getting a deep whiff of Steve. Mm-hmm. But speaking of deep whiffs, Spear has that. a lovely, lovely uh, malty aroma. Hardly any hop character on the nose. How's the taste, Steve? Fantastic. Very malt forward, caramel mm. notes, just nice, Ooh, roasty, delicious oh, beer. I could so stick good. in if I wanted mm. to. I want um, to stick it stick in me. Yeah. Brendan, are you drinking anything on your end? Uh, just let me recover from that for a second. Oh, <laughs> 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 um, I'm. <laughs> I, I'm drinking some black coffee. Um, it is from a little sellum, settlement out in Keurig. Uh, uh, I call it a K-cup, and it's tasty. <laughs> Ooh, I've heard I about see. these K-cups. Uh, yeah, from the Keurig region of Canada? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yes, mm. the Keurig region in northern Alberta. <laughs> I do just have one question for you. Why it got to be black? Uh, I don't like stuff in my coffee. You don't want that thick, creamy white stuff just swirling around? Stop. <laughs> 1979's prophecy. <laughs> also, it's weird. Steve, you know the difference. You can tell right away the difference between this one and the other one because this movie doesn't have a the in the title. That's right. It's not the well, prophecy. It's not Christopher Walken talking about bears. No, that's Country Time Bears or whatever. <laughs> Gonna be away with this. Bears! <laughs> <laughs> the best. Best. The best. The, the best scene in that movie, though, is with the little model that he has. Yes. <laughs> like, crushes. Oh, yes. no! <laughs> he plays that whole thing straight. Like, the, he does, he plays that whole thing as if it's, like, a serious movie, and it's the best part of the movie, anytime it's he's on screen. Absolute perfection. But that's not what we're here to talk no, about. we're here to talk about Prophecy, not starring Christopher Walken as the angel, Archangel Gabriel or something yeah. like that. Yeah, by the way, what are we doing, oh. The Prophecy Month? Because we have all <laughs> we, those movies. We have all five of them. <laughs> anyway, uh, Prophecy. But this one's from director John Frankenheimer. Who's he, Steve? Well, you might know him from making some legitimate movies and some not-so-legitimate movies. <laughs> Uh, he also made one of our other favorite movies of all time. <laughs> Maybe coming soon. Uh, in the late '60s, he started with coming to acclaim with *Birdman of Alcatraz* and *Manchurian Candidate*. Yes, that *Manchurian Candidate*. That's Ooh, the original one. Yeah, with Sinatra. The Maru right. Chan Candidate. It's all about noodles. <laughs> yes, the Fu Manchurian Candidate. Uh, Manchuak well Candidate, as well as *Grand Prix*, *French Connection 2*, *This Year of the Gun*. And then 1995's Island of Dr. Moreau. Yes, Woo! he's the guy that came in for Richard Stanley. Holy shit. So wait, he did 
French Connection 2 and Friedkin did the first one. That's like two heavyweight directors doing those movies. Right? Yeah, yeah Crazy. Uh, Frankenheimer also later did Ronin. That's right. Robert De Niro. And uh, I think is that Norton in that one or was that the score? There's no. one that I think he did that you might not have mentioned. I hope I'm right. Are you talking about Reindeer Games? Yeah! Yeah! (laughs) Definitely came up with the title of that movie before they came up with the concept. (laughs) Wait, there was a concept? No, I think they came up with the movie first, and then they're like, well, how are we going to make this a Christmas one? Uh, Let's name him Rudy and call it Reindeer Games. So we're sending this to Stork for Christmas movies, right? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) You've been warned. Uh, Try to slide down a chimney. (laughs) <laughs> and mm-hmm. this movie was also written by David Seltzer. Who's he, No, that's his brother. Oh. <laughs> uh, he started off doing documentaries and is an uncredited writer on the screenplay of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the original one. Mm. Uh, he later wrote The Omen and Omen 2 <laughs> Damien. Yeah! This. Lucas. Woo! Yes, with a young Charlie Sheen and a, I'm going to say, special child. Uh, <laughs> I've never uh, seen Lucas. Full admission. Oh, yeah, you should check it out. Okay. Uh, Bird on a Wire, Omen Four: The Awakening, <laughs> My Giant. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then all of the Omen reboots that they've done since then. Wait, wait. So he was cool with doing Omen One, Two, and Four, but Three was beneath him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think Omen Three is kind of like a Halloween Three situation oh, where they're trying guys, to get away from. Obviously it. Obviously, that's when he was working on Di- Island of Doctor Moreau. Oh, he was busy shit. trying to oh. wrangle those heavyweights. Actually, that's when he was doing this movie. Were there problems? <laughs> were there problems on the set of Island of Doctor Moreau? Who do you think is the is the title character of that movie? <laughs> Who's the one in every scene? David Thewlis. Yeah. What? Ares? <laughs> <laughs> he was the instigator. <laughs> uh, he had a broken leg during that whole production, and they didn't even work it into the script. No. He's just fucking limping. It's just easy. He got there on a shipwreck for fuck's sake. Right? Can you imagine? Can you imagine? And I know David Thewlis. That wasn't his first movie, but can you imagine being an actor? In the island of Doctor Moreau, where that was your first experience on a set. Yeah, I mean, it was it was his yeah. first time being a leading man in an American movie? That's for sure. That's true. There was probably a lot of actors that retired after that set, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Luckily, Ron Perlman was not one of them. Oh no! And Val Kilmer. Is he still around? I mean, we love you, Val. He was in a movie like last year, I think. We're staring oh, yeah, at his yeah. artwork right now. We sure are. Yeah. Uh, But this movie, Prophecy, that we keep getting away from, uh, stars Armand Asante as John Hawks, (laughs) Talia Shire as Maggie, yeah, Robert Foxworth as Rob. I'll just call him Doctor though, because I don't I don't remember him saying Rob a lot. I didn't know he was just using his own name. That's funny. Uh, Victoria Racimo as Ramona. Who's she, Steve? Uh, the only other thing I know her from is uh, she's the lady camp counselor in Ernest Goes to Camp. <laughs> and also a special guest appearance from Kevin Peter Hall as the bear. Yeah! Who's he, Steve? Uh, he also played Predator. He's basically just like a seven foot three guy that filled the suit. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, uh, so prophecy. Uh, Brandon, was this your first time watching this movie? 
One second, sorry. Yeah, we got dogs on the podcast. Dogcast. Dogcast, dogcast. Bark, 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 bark. Yes, to answer your question, Steve, it was my first time watching this film. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. How about you, babe? <laughs> oh no. no oh no the first time you and i watched this together sure did. uh we had been going down a rabbit hole <laughs> of animal exploitation horror movies and i say rabbit hole because night of the leaping <laughs> yeah. night of leaping day of the dolphin uh and i think yeah, it was around the time we were watching dogs. grizzly and stuff a couple yeah. years ago yeah dogs yeah uh well we got grizzly and like so when you start going down the rabbit hole of animal exploitation movies prophecy is like everyone talks about it like oh you got to see it it's so bad it's so fantastic you have to see it it's actually cut well it used to be kind of difficult to track down and so it took us what maybe six seven months like we had dogs before we got prophecy yeah yeah um we got we got frogs before we got prophecy Well, I'll tell you what, guys. This movie is available for free in Canada on Prime. And in America, it's what two ninety nine. It was three bucks, or you can do like CBS All Access or whatever they're calling it now. It was well, the weirdest thing. Okay, and I think I think Amazon Prime is spying on you guys um, somehow. Jeff Bezos has a tap on your home because it was. You did have to rent it for a while. And then as soon as we, like, you, you said, okay, we're going to do this movie, about a week before we recorded tonight, it suddenly showed up on Prime as, like, a free Prime movie. So that was very strange. Thanks, Mr. Bezos. Uh, hit us up at patreon.com slash EILF movies. Only if you donate movies. to his Patreon. Uh, oh, Mr. It's called Amazon Prime. We do. Right. <laughs> oh, Mr. Bezos, we've contributed. I'm that chick who uh, made who checked your ID at your own event. One <laughs> nice. oh, no, of Benny Off. That was yeah, Benny Off. I lied. Yeah, yeah. The other billionaire in San Stop Francisco. Lying. Stop lying to trillionaires, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. Next time you see Benny Off, tell him I'm the chick who checked his ID at his own event because I didn't know who the fuck he was. <laughs> you know when you guys are at the meeting. Well, obviously. <laughs> I mean, Steve, to a lesser. Are real. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, is he? Um, a lot of times we don't know what these people look like. Like to a lesser extent, when I was doing security at a concert, like I, I literally told the organizer he couldn't go through the gate because he didn't have a ticket. So I mean, if we don't know what they look like, right? Yeah. All right. So what we're saying is, guys, gals, people <laughs> of all genders, ages, whatever. Even if you're just a generic-looking white guy, I'm assuming, or whatever, just wear your fucking badge. Mask. Yeah. And wear your fucking mask. Wear your mask and wear your badge. <laughs> your badge literally goes around your neck, and it's like, it's it's you, you don't have to worry about it for the rest of the day. Yeah. So prophecy. So prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very uh, on-brand episode for us. It sure for is. It sure is. <laughs> I yeah. actually genuinely love this movie, Steve. Oh, absolutely. This movie's well, fucking great. Well, we're not. We're not there yet. We haven't talked about it yet. People don't know what we're talking about, probably. So, so the movie starts out, and there's hunters in the woods in the middle of the night. You see, basically, like you know, their little flashlights dancing around, and you start hearing some noises, and then shit, dogs! Bark, 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 bark! They're chasing something. Is it a fox? Who knows? <laughs> also, while this is going on, one of the credits to pop up is uh, one of the actors is named Evans Evans, and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> two two last names like fuck off 
like Chris Evans' dad or something. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So we get some men uh, walking their dogs dramatically with the music, like and we're back. Oh my God, Steve! That was the greatest pee that ever peed in the history of peas. Oh, she's here! It's better every time. All right, where were we? Oh yeah, opening credits. No, Evans of dogs. Yeah, so we get them walking their dogs dramatically, and then whoop, one of them goes right over a fucking cliff. But you know, luckily he's got the leash on or whatever, and so they're just hanging on. And I don't know if this dog weighs three hundred pounds or what, but these guys are having trouble pulling on the rope to like bring it up the cliff like three fully grown men yeah and they're like ah keep pulling keep pulling i'm like uh it's a dog guys like (laughs) judging by the size maybe 60 pounds do do you know why it takes three guys to haul it up the cliff immediately because they're really weak i guess because being pulled on by a bear it's being pulled into the darkness i I know eventually that's what it is when they both start like oh god what is that yeah, they, they're having a hard time pulling the dog, and then they really start having a hard time. And it's like, what what's going on? It's being pulled into the, like, the darkness. You can't quite see. And then, well, basically, the rope snaps. Hmm. Oh, shit, the rope snapped. Well, let's rappel down there and see what's going on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> totally not just waiting to see a dog corpse. Best be case fine. scenario. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, they rappel down. Uh, like like two guys repelling down and a third one up top, you know, in case something goes wrong again. Um, it's like, hey, you guys okay down there? Mr. Winkles? Nothing. <laughs> guys? Ah! Squish. And then the guys? best... Oh, I better sorry. repel down now. No, <laughs> I was gonna say, and then the best, the best cutaway ever, because after all that carnage, as we're like surveying the the fallen men, we're hearing the most like <laughs> the music in the background, like the cello music or the uh, the band music, and yeah. I'm just like, are, are we gonna cut to something eventually? Because this is a strange juxtaposition. <laughs> There, there's a lot of parts in this movie where like nothing is happening but the music is like super dramatic <laughs> there's another one later um when i'll mention it when it comes up that it's like a zoom for like at least a minute yeah. with nothing happening yeah it's like oh, they're, they're really panicked to get that 95 minutes or whatever it is yeah but uh but yeah so the so the third guy he starts repelling down after him and then immediately just like whoops falls smash scream that's basically like Ah!" and then we get to like the classical music playing just the next morning like slowly panning all over these corpses at the bottom of this cliff (laughs) yes that's what i mean and the thing is like you're looking at it and it's like okay those guys fell off a cliff and smashed on a rock it doesn't look like a bear mauled them apart. Like there's not like missing limbs or like their torso's been eaten. Now it's just like hey, a couple scratches and you know bleeding from the skull. Yeah, but this is just a day music. at the park. Yeah, I don't know. But we do watch that entire concert, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. the whole piece. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, when it cut to Talia Shire playing the cello or whatever. <laughs> oh. It's like, yeah, and she's having a conversation with her friend about um, whether she's going to keep her baby or not. And I'm like, this is some pretty progressive stuff for uh, 1979. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's why Bre- Brennan wanted to be on this episode, because hashtag yeah. child murder. Oh, yeah. oh, we're not even there yet. 
<laughs> Hashtag women's rights. Yeah. yeah. We then, uh, I guess, cut across town to uh, an, an Indian protest and an inner, inner city doctor. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, no, he's at, um, he's in like the projects or something, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. The, he's in the projects, but they show like the Indian protest too. And I'm like, oh, what, right. okay, well, is that happening just outside or? Native American protest. It says Indian on their picket signs, so. And he's in the BJ's <laughs> projects. Yeah. I do, I do think, okay, so the cutaway from when they were talking about, you know, women's rights and they were talking about uh, give, whether she was going to get an abortion or not. Um, they immediately cut to this, like you said, this doctor going up to a baby. And I was like, wait, what are uh, they trying to say here? Yeah. <laughs> What's yep. going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> uh, ma'am, you're in, uh, this baby is in its 48th trimester. I can't perform this right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that, that goes particularly bad. Cause she's talking about like, oh yeah, he would never want to do the abortion, blah, blah, blah. Smash cut to him possibly having to put a child down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, they see in the projects and apparently this baby's been like bitten by rats or something. And the same, it's the chicken pox, but he got bitten by the rats in here. There ain't no chickens, them's rats. Well, landlord, don't do nothing about those rats. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, I could, I would totally watch a movie about this story, too. Yeah. Right? This poor mom and, like, her ten other family members living with a baby in a one-bedroom apartment filled with rats? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but that's a, like, for screening country type uh, movie. I'm, uh, I'm more about bears. All right. Yeah! By the way, I, know, I wonder, like... How, how many bears in the BFI, Brendan? Uh, I'm sure there's at least one. It's I can't the think of any offhand. Institute, obviously, oh it's God. all bear movies. <laughs> that sure. be <laughs> that's, Wait, that's where your guys' podcast goes next. All bear movies. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay, I leave it to you guys. You have to make us a bear film. It's to top 100 bear movies. <laughs> oh, bitch! You just be... sit back and watch. <laughs> For and they all have to be British. And country time. <laughs> For screen and country bears. <laughs> Or our motto is, you'll never get away with this. Bears. <laughs> I'm in. I'm sold. We're changing everything I learned from bears. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. So instead of, like, God save the queen, I was like, you're never getting away with this. And then Jason goes, bears. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Can we do this? Can we just do this for, like, a month on your guys' podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is the Bear Film Institute podcast. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like that would be a good like mm. April thing to do. That would be fantastic. <laughs> just like, yes, this is the Bear Film, and then just go on for like an hour talking about like The Edge or something. Yeah. <laughs> Coming earlier this month. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so then we get to the the real uh, story of this story. Yeah. Um, apparently, this doctor is uh, brought into some dispute between the Bureau of Indian Affairs and a lumber company up in Maine. And I've written down, wait, this is set in Maine. It's not a Stephen King movie. <laughs> I also wondered, like, why? I, I mean, they do kind of say why they want him. They say you're good with people, but I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's also a doctor which has absolutely nothing to do with i, I don't know human yeah. rights and or land disputes and he's, or, he also makes it very clear guys he says this is out of my league i'm a rat bite and gas leak man yeah yep. yeah probably my favorite line in the movie yeah <laughs> 
Yeah, and it's all to get like a, a ruling from the EPA, and it's like, oh yeah, because you're such a good guy, they'll take your word for it or something. It's an impartial third party, and I'm like, all right, it's a movie. I, I'm just gonna. <laughs> we need to get him to the the forest somehow. And so know. he here's what it is. He has been. Uh, he, he's been working really hard and working probably with the EPA and things like that, like saying, hey, these inner city people are not living in proper living conditions. Yeah. He's trying, he's obviously trying to change the world, which is why his buddy's like, hey, if you want to change the world, this is a quick way to do it, basically, like leave your mark. Um, and uh, when you do those environmental impact study reports, you do actually have to have some physical, some physicians because you have to see how it's impacting people who are already living there. Oh yeah, true. I mean, usually you pay them off so that they can live under power lines, get cancer for uh, generations, and then when the cattle start dying off, and that's the main source babe, of income, it becomes a problem. Babe, but this, this is a movie, though. I know. <laughs> we want something yeah. unrealistic. Yeah, we... <laughs> Do I need to bring up the protagonist in this? Okay, I've got a new idea for your next podcast: the Great Debate. (laughs) (laughs) So, so he takes his lovely wife Talia Shire, and they fly up to Maine. Uh, We get some nice little like shots of the forest and stuff. Oh, it's gorgeous! And then we see a hound dog in a helicopter sling, and (laughs) and I love how the doctor is like, huh. That's about the damnedest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I lost my mind when I saw that. <laughs> I like, and again, like you said, Steve, I'm watching this and I'm like, why is no one else just more than slightly, huh? Like no one yeah. reacts to it at all. Everybody else is like, oh yeah, it's an everyday thing. He's a search and rescue dog and the team's missing. Yeah, it happens all the time. And I'd be like, wait, this happens all of the time? I kept I kept expecting the helicopter to like lower it into a fucking T-Rex cage or something. Yeah, right. Oh, that, I, I even made the joke, that bear doesn't want to be fed. He wants to hunt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we, we get a lot of backstory from this guy who's, uh, he works for the lumber company, I think, but he he, he walks around like he's the fucking mayor or something i don't know right. but he's like giving all this exposition of yep. like oh yeah the indians say uh there's the spirit uh ki-. the first time couple times he's saying it it's like they say ketodded and i'm like oh you can't say that <laughs> <laughs> 1979 baby <laughs> he's wicked ketodded he's ketodded uh, it, sounds like, later it also sounds like uh like a mortal combat character <laughs> he taught it. <laughs> Fatality. <laughs> so yeah, so and, and they're but and he's basically using that like, oh, that's what they believe. Uh, I think they're using that as a cover story though, because they're the ones like kidnapping our search and rescue teams and killing them because they're all drunks and blah blah blah. And it's like, whoa, okay, hold on. <laughs> I yeah, I'm like watching this. I'm like, I hope you're the villain. <laughs> Yeah, you had better be the villain in this one. <laughs> Spoiler, he is. Um, and so then they, uh, they're they like taking him to the area that's in dispute where like this lumber company is trying to, you know, cut down all the trees, but, you know, the, the, the tribes are there. And we meet John Hawks. Brendan, tell us about John Hawks. Well, John Hawks is played by Armand Asante. And one thing I... <laughs> one thing i do want to point out about this which blew my mind when i thought about it for a second so been on your show quite a few times you know i have my own podcast and not only so this is i would say that he's clearly not a native american actor armando sante believe it or not um this is not the most offensive stereotype in general that i've talked about on my show certainly not on your show 
that I've talked oh, about, that, I, that I've even talked about on your show. Not only that, but he's not even the most offensive Native American stereotype that I've talked about on your show or my show. So what oh. I'm trying to say is Johnny Depp, Lone Ranger, and also, oh God, who was it in uh, that Kirk Douglas movie? Oh, Paul Lind. Yeah, Paul Lind. Paul Lind in the villain slash Cactus uh, Jack. Nope. Rest in peace, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, it's crazy to think about i'm like well this guy's clearly not native american you know what not the worst <laughs> yeah not even close now this one is kind of like hey at least he's got a tan i mean i, I can do <laughs> he's not affecting he's not oh, yeah. yeah he's not like affecting a certain voice and he's also not wearing any kind of shading so that was nice yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah no it's here's the thing is uh you know this is a time where they weren't casting real native americans in general and so yeah at least like he's not trying to do some sort of terrible accent yet he's not wearing blackface he's not even really wearing any anything like in particular he's just acting the character well it's because later he he even says like i was educated in your schools and perfected your language and you know stuff like that correct me if i'm I'm wrong but there there is another nationality uh within the native americans as well right isn't the older man like a different nationality too Oh, I, I don't know. Probably. Okay. He's just I just I, I yeah. I just thought it was like wow. This is like a uh, a potpourri of different people just coming together. Yeah, I think uh, uh, Victoria Racimo is like uh, is is native at least or half. I, I, I don't know. It doesn't native matter. at least. Yeah, My yeah. new biography is Steve Condrick. <laughs> native enough. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so so he's there. Uh, what's her name? Ramona, the girl from uh, Ernest Goes to Camp, and uh, <laughs> like four or five other uh, Native Americans. They're standing there, just like in a protest line. Uh, they got a chain between two trees as they're pulling up, and they're like, "This is uh this is private land. You can't be here." Like, no, no, this is our land. Blah blah blah. Little dispute. The doctor and his wife are just kind of chilling in the station wagon. Like, yeah, they'll they'll figure this out. Um, and then a chainsaw is brought out and <laughs> because uh, they just won't move and they really want to get through there. So there's a chainsaw standoff with, uh, you know, Rico from Judge Dredd. Uh, but then he grabs standing. an axe. And so it's an axe versus a chainsaw. Not really a fair fight. No. Um, Brendan, how does this get resolved? Well, this gets resolved when the gentleman with the chainsaw uh, manages to knock Rico from Judge Dredd down to the ground and holds it above his neck, inches from his neck. Um, and then uh, I believe um, T- uh, Talia Shire uh, finally gets the idea to uh, break the lock and open the gate so that they can go through because he is not giving up and they would have murdered him. Apparently yeah. they really would have and really it didn't seem like they would have batted an eye about too. like oh yeah this is you, the first rodeo we've done this. Yeah. In, you think this is the first Native American we've killed to get through a gate? Come on guys. Yeah. <laughs> like that's uh, basically what it was. Yeah fun stuff. Um, so yeah. <laughs> fun stuff. Oh, and, and, oh yeah. <laughs> He's being slightly no, aggressive. No, see, it wasn't Talia Shire because Talia Shire was losing exactly. her back seat of the truck, and the doctor comes running out. It must have right. been uh, Ramona who, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, or whatever. Right. But yeah, yeah, Talia Shire in this movie is oh, poor Talia Shire. She has nothing to do other than scream and be pointless. <laughs> Well, no, 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 but, like, so we're about to get there, but it's going to go on, and she's going to say, like, I wish I had 
I, I wish I had the the bravery and the strength of the, na- the yeah, native yeah, woman there. True. Like, yeah. she's playing an interesting character that's sort of the opposite of the white savior. Like, she wishes she could be more like the yeah the, yeah, the native okay. population in yeah. this. Which I would argue though that the doctor definitely fits that white savior. Car- oh. Uh, oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But I don't, I don't think anybody gives her credit enough for that for this movie because all you hear about is the white savior thing, and I mean that's a given. Unfortunately, yeah. it's just a given. So yeah, I've heard that rant. Okay, be mad. Let's move on. Like she plays an interesting role, but it is also that does start to get to be like just shitting on on Talia yeah. <laughs> after a while. Also, well, I want you all to know that Poe found her rattle toy. She's bringing it to us. If you hear rattling in the background, Poe is a successful huntress. Two hundred fiftieth episode. All right. <laughs> so, uh, and my favorite thing about this whole scene: a man nearly got decapitated with a chainsaw yeah. after fighting off a guy with an axe. Yeah. yeah. We then cut to them being led down the river in a powerboat, and I'm like, why don't you just take the fucking river? <laughs> because, um, uh, they needed to show their strength. Okay, okay, got it, got it. Gotta show them being oppressed uh, with the chainsaw, and then it's like, alright, cool, well, let's just uh, take the last two miles down the river here, and uh, we'll get you to your, your riverfront cabin so you can go fishing. <laughs> Well, even like, the doctor is like, why the fuck are we doing this? Why don't we just go around? Like, no, we got to show them we mean business. Yeah, yeah. Isn't there another road to get there? Yeah, yeah but, you know. That's the long way. This will cut like 10 minutes out of our day. <laughs> well, the, the axe the axe versus chainsaw fight added that 10 minutes back on. That was only like four minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, the, the doctor and his wife, they're at the cabin, um, you know, getting set up for, I don't know, research. Uh, and he goes fishing and he pulls out like the biggest fucking trout he's ever gotten in his life. Or yeah. And the one that got away. Oh, that's right. There was like a little bubbling out of the water. It's like, oh, what's that? Is it going to be the bear? Nope. Just the biggest fucking fish you've ever seen. <laughs> Is this also where we see all the ridiculous like stock footage of animals leaving? Yep, yep, <laughs> including bears. Yep. The yeah. regular bears are fleeing. I, I love it because like some of the footage is a, of a different film quality. Yeah. What? <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's, I know, Mark. Um, it's kind of like uh what's that what's that um what's that Hercules movie? Not Schwarzenegger, maybe it was or Lou Ferrigno, hey, I think, where, where he's the fighting the bear. Oh, Lou Ferrigno? Isn't there a bit where he's Lou it's Lou Ferrigno fighting a bear and it cuts to like a different bear? yeah <laughs> okay well it, it, there's a it's it's a it's a nice confusing mix of like real stock footage bear and then another stock footage bear and then a guy in a bear outfit and then what <laughs> appears to be a taxidermy bear getting tossed into space it's it's amazing <laughs> i believe that's the return of hercules the second one <laughs> i am achilles yeah, I'm not sure. I, I don't remember. It's it, Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so it's nighttime, and uh, yeah, we get the stock footage of all the animals fleeing, uh, and John Hawk's just standing about 10 yards away from the house, just staring at it, and I'm like, uh, is he supposed to be like a serial killer or something? Like, right? What, also, we'd watch that this? movie. Yeah, right? <laughs> Armand DeSante, he ain't taking no shit? No. <laughs> But, uh, you know, they're having a nice little intimate moment in the cabin by the fireplace, you know, like, oh, man, if only we could live so simply out here. Oh, I love you. 
<gasps> and she's dead. Excuse me just a moment. I hear something outside the front door. And I'm going to open it for some reason. Uh, oh, fuck, rabbit raccoons! Ah! <laughs> oh my god, this raccoon fight is so good. Because it goes yeah. between... I, I felt really bad for the raccoon just getting hit with the broom. Who's like, dude, fuck, I'm a, I'm a trained raccoon! And then just the the, like... I think it's just a raccoon hat he's wrestling and chucks into the fire. Yeah, holds it up against the wall for a second, then chucks it in the fireplace. Also, also, just before he chucks it into the fireplace, there's a huge open window there. I'm like, just go whoop and close the window. <laughs> be, be a message to all your friends. Ah! <laughs> no need to smell, uh, you know, burnt raccoon carcass in the cabin. Well, well, that's just it. It like, goes in the fire. It like zooms in on it being roasted or whatever. Then disco music, and it's like, wait, yes. what? What is yes. happening? <laughs> and then the scene transitions to, you know, uh, a father and his uh, son and daughter just hiking through the woods. Hey, listen to a Walkman. Woo! Turn down that Walkman. Can I put it back on for ten minutes? <laughs> no, I thought I heard something, some large creature with asthma, but apparently it's no longer there. must have just been that tape feedback or something. <laughs> Oh no, it's Michael Moore's character from Lucky Numbers. Ah. <laughs> That's a deep cut. Yeah. Uh, and then we get a thing where, okay, so the doctor's like calling back home like, oh no, I took samples of those raccoons. They didn't have rabies. They were just aggressive for some other reason. I'm like, yeah, because they're fucking raccoons. Those things are evil. Look it up. <laughs> but why would they attack? Yeah, there is a moment here too. Okay, so this is like when they're about to, uh, we meet the old man because he wants to show them like the Garden of Eden, he calls it. And at yeah. one point, a character says, every rock, every tree has a story. And I'm like, Pocahontas, you hack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I that too. <laughs> has, a, has a story, has a name. Can you imagine if they just completely <laughs> broke out into the exact same song. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait a minute, the only people familiar. who are people <laughs> are the people who look and act like you don't worry i'm not worried about trademark with my singing I'm not even... <laughs> people are like trying to like decipher it with their like trademark search like no no that tune is not not uh computing here <laughs> it just sounds like a large animal with asthma <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, so Hawks uh, introduced them to the grandpa, and they go up to this this Garden of Eden. And uh, <laughs> at first, they they go to like the grandpa's teepees that he has set up there. <laughs> and they're like, "Wait, do you guys seriously live in teepees?" Like, no, no, no. We just kind of keep them up just to you know keep us humble. But grandpa likes to chill out here from time to time. Yeah. And we have all these underground tunnels that go below the frost line for when winter comes in and we stay safe. And it's like, ooh, I wonder if those tunnels are going to come into play later. <laughs> Probably not. That's usually not how foreshadowing works. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> then we get some more about the legend of Kitotted. And, uh... <laughs> ooh, getting Kitotted in here. <laughs> yes! The Black Eyed Peas! <laughs> <laughs> but then... There's some bubbling in the lake, the Garden of Eden. Maybe you want. Oh my god! This actually, I think this creature I may love slightly more even than the bear because I don't know. This is just I just love this scene so much. So Grandpa gets super excited and starts screaming in a uh, what do they what do they call the tribe here? They they call them like like Opies or something. 
Uh, yeah, they said there was a bunch. Uh, like, like, I remember, I remember being one of them, and I'm like, holy shit, that's a real word. I right? thought it was just from Pete's Dragon. But uh, yeah, <laughs> the uh, the gra- grandpa starts scre- screaming in his native language, and uh, and the wife is trying to translate, and he's just like, oh, he's he's saying he'll show you. I says the Garden of Eden. He he's gonna show you. Quick, husband, get in the water in your boots and your jeans, and go catch that bubble. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, the doctor is walking around and. We just see super close-ups of tree roots, but we're supposed to believe they're giant tree roots. Yeah, or like they're feeder roots. They're supposed to be underground, but these ones are above ground. What's mm, going on Interesting. Here? But then they pull out of the lake. Oh, what is it? It's about the size of a uh, tricycle tire. It's a tadpole! Yeah, giant tadpole! I love this tadpole so much. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> and I don't like... know why, but I just... Yeah. And he's like, hmm, rather than a miracle, let's go see what the paper mill is doing. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. no, well, no, he goes, wait, what feeds this pond? And they go, yeah, the paper yeah, mill. Yeah. Like, and where does it go? This this doesn't go anywhere. So, that's, yeah, so it's like, we got to go to that paper mill. Yep, smash cut to them on a boat going through the paper mill. That's <laughs> the other shot. That's like a zoom for a minute and nothing happens. Right. <laughs> nothing at all. But you get to see logs in a river and, you know, that helicopter <laughs> shot, man. I want, I, I want to find that target audience member that just stares at the, at the Zoom for like 59 seconds and right at the end is like, oh, a paper mill. He's like, yeah! <laughs> logs, 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 logs! Yeah, so, so they get a tour of the facilities of the paper mill um and uh yeah it comes up in the conversation like what do you use to bleach the paper and like oh chlorine of course all right nothing wrong with that if i believed you like well why wouldn't you believe me what what else would i use i don't know because i'm a doctor but uh i'll i'll I'll, like old time google search that in a book sometime later (laughs) (laughs) okay you know what else made me laugh so hard during the scene i don't know why it's i don't know why it made me laugh so hard but like just the fact that he's walking around the paper company with a styrofoam cup yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm just like ooh, look at me it's like fancy paper (laughs) (laughs) this environmentalist doctor walking around with a styrofoam cup that too yes yeah. <laughs> hey, you know that uh that that used to be a thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, so uh, but but yeah, the guy that rents the paper mill, he's basically like, you know why you don't believe me? Fuck it. Go go test the water, whatever. <laughs> and so they're like, "All right, maybe I will." And so they uh start heading home and uh uh Talia Shire notices there's some some weird silver stuff on her boot. <gasps> huh, what is that? Hmm. What's the only liquid that isn't wet? Mercury. mercury yeah apparently they're using mercury in the wood for some reason all right well he's gonna Lock research that but uh yeah, yeah while he's researching it like you get some backstory about like the hundred thousand japanese people that died from mercury poisoning and yeah. you know if you if you've ever seen a documentary like uh what, what was it, the cove the, yeah. the one with all the dolphins or whatever yes the cove yeah, that'll that'll steer you away from fish for a while. One thing that was nice to see, um, just because where it is an older movie, it was nice to see a research scene where someone isn't just like googling mercury bears. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right? Mercury wood. <laughs> it's like in Truth or Dare, someone literally Google searches like Mexico Truth or Dare. Yeah. 
<laughs> like, oh, both of these news articles are exactly what I need. Exactly. Not the first five things being links to Amazon or some shit. Oh my god, that would be great. Like, no, no, I. D- All right, we're gonna we're gonna put that okay, in the cart for now. But I know I really need this information. Okay, has a scene like that not happened in like a comedy or a parody before? Because that's ripe to be made fun of. Right, <laughs> right, because they're gonna get sued by Google ads. Yeah, oh, yeah. It, like, it, it, that's not what like happens. Lugal or something. Luke, <laughs> it's no, it's because that's their advertisers, the people in those ads. They're not gonna make fun of them. It's the same way, like oh. you will never see a newspaper article about how retail workers are treated shitty, because the retail workers work for the companies that pay the ads in the newspapers. Oh shit! Dun 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 dun. You're not wrong. What you saying on well, the next episode of the Post. <laughs> uh, and, and during his research like like he's basically summarizing all the stuff in like a tape recorder for later i assume yeah. um but he mentions like oh yeah they're using mercury because it's cheaper than chlorine and i'm like wait what really was that a thing in the 70s <laughs> he sure. also says that um it like it like fucks up like fetuses and shit and and talia shire's like oh shit yeah she you you see the slow progression of her realizing like oh my god like yeah it concentrates in the fetal tissues Mm. 10 times more than in the host and she's like oh my god i'm the host oh my god (laughs) i'm infected yeah (laughs) um so yeah so he's like all right well i'm gonna get these samples sent off and they'll be back in you know seven to ten days plenty of time to have a rest of this movie um (laughs) so then oh god we're getting to the good part guys because we see the family setting up camp for the night oh oh god oh (laughs) yes yes this is the best scene all right which one he wants to take brendan brendan you go for it are you sure yeah because i'm gonna come no wait what (laughs) <laughs> turning video on. why are my hands so sticky <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is like the greatest scene in the history of movie scenes though right oh it's fantastic i i i was like in already but when this scene happened i was like what um so yeah that family earlier where the kid was like listening to the walkman or whatever they're all like in their tent and <laughs> it's very quiet and you feel like something's coming and then all of a sudden a bear <gasps> And <laughs> not only a bear, but and and the whole family gets like the whole family gets wiped out. They all get killed. But the only one that we like, I think, explicitly see is the little boy in his sleeping bag, all zipped up, and it just gets fucking thrown into a tree and explodes. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> It's just a pile of feathers. Not since that Friday the 13th movie where Jason Voorhees just whipped someone in a sleeping bag into a tree. (laughs) I've been this delighted. Friday the 13th part four, I want to say, you hacks. (laughs) I think so, yeah. (laughs) Hashtag child murder. Yeah. So after that uplifting scene to get everybody back interested in this uh, environmental drama, uh, <laughs> oh, oh my god what's his nuts the doctor starts uh getting some more samples to send off and he's like hanging out with hawks and like the rest of the tribe in their their houses but then all the uh like logger guys just like drive up and they're like well family of uh campus uh went missing last night or exploded or something i don't know <laughs> uh we figure hawks did it you it know where he's this... at <laughs> yeah it must be this one guy who did it yeah, yeah. I'm like, I mean, okay. Granted, it's Armando Sante, and I've seen Judge Dredd, but I don't think uh, 
But they haven't, Steve. It was only 1979. Oh, my God. Such an unknown. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, so uh, Hawks makes a run for it. Yes, he does. (laughs) How does he make a run for it, guys? Just runs, goes through a door, and everybody's like, well, he's gone. He goes through a door and then jumps out the other side through the window. Yeah. (laughs) It's the best. So so then a uh, doctor guy's like, hey, can you get me to this uh, Mary's Bend or wherever this family was killed so we can go check out the carnage? And they're like, yeah, sure, we can helicopter you in. That, that'd be sweet. <laughs> and as they're flying in, the uh, helicopter pilot is like, I don't know. I don't like the look of that sky. It looks like we got a storm coming. Smash cut to five seconds later when there's a storm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, God. And then the Talia uh, Shire, you know, she's having a little little upset tummy is it from the motion or some other form of sickness oh oh, it's a shame it's first thing in the morning oh and of course the pilot's like oh yeah i got something for that here have some ammonia yeah (laughs) i'll make you feel better trust me it's also really good or something (laughs) yeah it's it's also really good for the baby too (laughs) yeah i mean you know it's it's no mercury but (laughs) well it's well steve it's more expensive than mercury though mercury is pretty cheap to come by yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's it's the fancy version of mercury. <laughs> Sweet ammonia, ammonia doesn't come in a gallon jug or anything. <laughs> ammonia, we don't have none of that fancy mercury up in these parts. Don't go down that road. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, they're checking checking out the campsite, and they see a tree with all these scratches on it. And you know, he's like reaching up a good eight feet or so in the air or something. He's or you know, six seven feet, whatever. And he's like, oh my god, could a bear have made this? Like. Yeah, but there's more up the tree. It's like 12, 15 feet in the fucking air. He's like, holy shit, what did that? <laughs> so so the loggers would have seen this, right? So clearly these were made by Armando Sante. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure they were made by the loggers. <laughs> they just took a big, like, fucking rake and just scratched up the tree. <laughs> <laughs> they got axes. <laughs> And chainsaws. And probably ladders. I don't know. Right? <laughs> Hell, even maybe one of those bucket lifts. The cherry picker? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. shit. But they also find, like, these little, like, fleshy bits in it, too. <laughs> like, ah, what's this in this room? Oh, yeah, it's like a... <laughs> it looks like half a beaver or something they pull out of <laughs> just, there. Just meat. Yeah. <laughs> and... <laughs> um, and then Hawk shows up and he's like, holy shit, this is worse than I thought. <laughs> and... <laughs> Yeah, basically the uh, the pilot shows up and he's like, "Yeah, we're not flying anywhere. Uh, we're just gonna have to chill here for a bit." Oh, hey, you see those uh, those poacher nets over there in the river? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do that stuff all the time. Yeah, murders all the animals, you know. Then, I love how also like they they all they all go running on. Well, actually, actually no, this is where they find the weird like mutant bear baby. Yeah, they go checking the nets. Right, yeah. Yeah. But I was just, when they all decide to run off, because um, the, they, they quickly figure out this thing is dying and it needs to get warm, and they're going to run off to, like, the grandfather's teepee. And, and the funniest thing is they're all going off together, and the helicopter pilot is just like, well, I guess I'm coming. Yeah. <laughs> just like, he's like their I'll, red shirt. Yeah, he's like, I'll just leave my helicopter here. Fuck my life, am I right? <laughs> but I mean, like, I literally wrote down, like, oh, he is going to be a red shirt. Yeah, yeah, he, he is fodder right now. But uh, yeah, yeah and, uh, for the, those of you who might have missed it, uh, yeah, in the river they find 
a live mutated baby fetus yeah. and also a dead one. Yeah. Uh, they're like, well, this is evidence. Let's take both of them, but to keep the one alive, we gotta, you know, keep it warm. Yeah. With this storm, we can't get back to town because it's like 12 miles from here. And even the the Indian village is six miles away and there'll be people waiting for John. And... Wait, Grandpa's tent. It's like a half a mile from here. Yeah. Quick, Armand, pick up the dead baby and let's go. Yeah. Armand Asante does not want to pick up that baby. I thought... <laughs> That's okay. Wait, so I thought it was a baby bear. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, they're like twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, they're either fetuses or like little. They're they're baby. Yeah, they're newborns. They're little cubs. They just they look like fetuses because of their gross deformities. I thought I thought you meant it was like a human baby. I was like, what did I miss something? (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. they're they're bear fetuses. Sorry, not uh, not I don't know Native Americans or. Logger children. Logger children. <laughs> ah, this you know, is who world... would be in that area. It, it's it's not Adam and Eve that they found in the nets. You know, ah, this is Stone River from the village. This is where all the stillborn babies ended up. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> they talked well, about the stillborn babies in the village earlier they did, in the they movie. Did. They By the way, did. Armand Armand Asante at this point is basically dressed like Travis Pickle. Uh, like like Robert De Niro from Taxi Driver, like he's got like the full oh. like the like the overcoat and everything. Yeah, <laughs> he's just kind of yeah, stand yeah. there, solemn looking. And I was like, oh, oh no, something's not right. Yeah, very seventies. <laughs> well, yeah. So they get to the TPs, and uh, basically, you know, the doctor is like doing his thing with the fetus. By his thing, I mean his doctor uh, inspection. Is that a is that a is that a term? I don't know. Sure. The thing doctors do checkup, checkup. Mm. You got it. Little, little gentle probing. Mm. Gentle uh, but he's raping. like, no, this is this is the proof I need. You need to get the sheriff here. You need to get the newspaper here. You can call the national guard. We're gonna blast this shit out of the water. And Hawks is like, yeah, somebody else should do that because I can't. <laughs> I'll just yeah, be and, arrested. And, and also, Izzy, I believe the words you're looking for is uh, slightly aggressive. You got yeah. slightly aggressive with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh so yeah so and, and at this point it's like nighttime and the storm's passed and it's clear so i'm like cool we go a half mile to a helicopter fly into town movie's over right nope we're just gonna chill here at the teepees until right. i don't know the sheriff shows up or something oh because uh, they want to get the sheriff to show up um to like show him the mutant bear baby and be like see clearly this means everything we're saying is true yeah so yeah he does show up uh, you know the little the little fetus is like in, got an IV on it, and uh, oh, that's right. The doctor's like talking to Talia Shire, and he's like, oh, I just don't know how this could happen. And what what kind of atrocity would make these freaks like this? I can't believe they would be behind this. And she's like, I'm pregnant. I'm, I'm sorry. What was that? Excuse me. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm pregnant. Uh, it's your baby, um, and I'm pregnant, and I ate that fish from earlier. And he's like. You would need to eat a lot more fish than that to get mercury poisoning yeah. for your fetus. I mean, like if it, if it's she's worried about the problems like they're having in the village, they live off those fish. She yeah. had like a bite of a fish. Yeah. Also, she's yeah. pregnant, so I even called bullshit on her eating that fish because probably the smell of it would have turned her off and puke made her puke outside. Uh, but babe, why didn't I know that you were pregnant? <gasps> you didn't want to know i tried to tell you and you just kept ignoring me your job comes before me and i'm like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> yeah I, I again 
well, like what what Izzy said earlier, and I I did feel for Tilia Shire here though because she oh, is just made to be the the at this point the screaming banshee, like the damsel in distress. Yeah. She she well, doesn't get to really do much at this point. Well, there's another uh, another screaming banshee, and it's that baby that bear fetus just <laughs> nah, nah. and of course <laughs> that brings about. Oh wait, my turn, guys. My turn. Whoa! No, no, no. That, that, that's like the grown-up bear. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sorry, that was our mom. The son. Greatest meme you've made so far. Love it. <laughs> Only for a very specific group of people who have seen both this movie and Judge Dredd, and both recently. Uh, that sounds like a decent. You know what? That's probably a lot of people that I know. That's <laughs> yeah. the, that is Steve. You just described the actual cross section of our podcast. Yeah, that's true. yeah, you really did. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so trucks start pulling up, and it's the the sheriff and the logger guys, and he's basically like, "All right, what's going on here? I got some uh, some news about some bullshit about a bear fetus." And like, and like, yeah, it's right here in this teepee. Look at it. You did this. You made all these freaks and monsters out here. <laughs> and of course, he's like, I, I, I couldn't have known. I, I didn't want to know. And I'm like, ugh. <laughs> so much drama. And then we get uh, something coming out of the woods. <gasps> Is and it? It's, gra- it's Grandpa in a bear outfit. Oh. Uh. But- Oh, yeah, Psych! It's a real mutant fucking bear, too! Okay, so at this point, I know I actually wrote this down several times. I said, give the bear its cub back. Yes. Yes. Great. Have you not seen Lost World? No, they haven't at this point. Damn it. <laughs> but they Lost World seen... saw this movie and they still made the same mistake. <laughs> they have seen the 20s movie called The Lost World, though, so no excuses. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so there's a mutant bear going through camp and just apparently causing a lot of shit to fucking explode. Like, I don't know, was it stuff in the trucks or what was it? There's a lot of shit going off. And uh, Babe, Grandpa had a meth lab. Oh, shit. In the That's teepee? what the teepees were for. He, he had a bunch of steels. He was making that sweet, sweet yeah. main shine. Yeah. So the bear was, like, fucking his shit up. That's why he was just sitting under a tree smoking, staring wide-eyed. He's like, fuck, I'm out of business. He's like, ah, oh, this is a dry county. <laughs> and Grandpa's on- just like, it's a sign, all right. Sign, I'm going out of business. He just pulls out his He just pulls out his, his uh, rotary phone. Gus, I need more. I need a bigger supply. Right. <laughs> Gonna be late with my delivery, Gus. Yeah, so uh, so all the humans are like, oh shit, everything's on fire, and there's a mutant bear killing everything. To the tunnels! Woo! And they get down to those tunnels from foreshadowing, um, and there's the one guy who basically gets like knocked the fuck out, and they like drag him along. Oh, it's the pilot, right? Isn't he the is one it, that got knocked out? Is he the one that gets like pulled up and then dropped back down? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. The, 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 there's the guy gets like knocked down, and they like drag him down into the yeah. tunnels because he's like hurt or whatever. Because there's a good, I don't know, two or three minutes in this movie where we just see them sitting in the tunnels and we hear like the action scene they couldn't film because it's like kind of <laughs> yes. quiet, but you're hearing like, ah! So much so that I was like, I understand that they don't know what's going on, but shouldn't I? <laughs> Yeah, like, <laughs> me as the viewer of this horror movie, should I be able to see what's going on up there? 
And it's okay. like three minutes of them just like looking concerned and like occasionally <laughs> looking at each other and looking so back much up. B-roll. So All much B-roll. All right, I, th- I, think, I think I figured it out. So the pilot is down there with them. He got knocked unconscious because he got bear slapped. Okay. Yeah, it's the guy who came with the paper mill man. Oh, okay. Who gets sucked up. And, and then yeah, when it's like quiet, he's like, all right, I'm going to go check it out. Yeah. yeah. And he like slowly peeks up. Yoink up! He's pulling yeah. the bear! And like, by the, the way... The bear is coming from inside the house! Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, if there's a mutant bear attacking people above me, and it's and the noises stop, give it like, mm, I don't know, nine hours before you check? Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, for the sun to come out, you know, maybe yeah. wait till he's he's full on the victims up there and has to take a little <laughs> nappy-poo. Great. <laughs> Was the grandfather up top the whole time? Yes. The grandfather okay. was just standing like mm-hmm. next to a tree, like watching the whole thing. Like you see the like reflection of the fire yeah, on his smoking glasses a cigarette. and shit. Yeah. He's just sitting there smoking like, Ugh. that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. he's like, Go means I'm going out of business. Yeah. By the way, at this point, the very first time I watched this movie, I wanted this to become like an X-Files show. And I, I was like, I wanted grandpa to have actually like conjured up this demon bear. It has nothing to do with the Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, Grandpa's actually just been doing witchcraft out in the woods. I swear to God, I thought that might have been the twist. Yeah, or right? like, like a Wendigo or something. Or, you yeah, know, I was like, or whatever, but, like, the spirit of the forest. Because I was like, why is the bear just leaving him alone? And then later you find out it could not be the twist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, and this is also one of your favorite scenes where the uh, mama bear finds the, uh, the, yes! the, the dead baby fetus. Yes, and picks it up and hauls it away. And, by the way, how many takes did they have to do to get that that bear suit to pick up that baby bear <laughs> a lot of a lot of clumsy like oh, fuck i, I dropped mean, it again sorry guys i mean i'm sure you'll tell us what the budget is later but i can't imagine the budget uh allowed for uh too many too many takes at least i mean you know enough Okay. <laughs> Filled the sheep back then because it was made out of mercury that right? bear that that mutant bear suit by the way is something else right oh it's so good well, i mean uh, it guys, changes you, a few times right yeah it guys you really need to watch this movie i, I can't emphasize that enough yeah <laughs> get the, the creature Blu-ray. effects alone they're insane yeah. uh, so so yeah so they hang out in the tunnels until the next morning as they should have in the first fucking place right uh, and they come back up and it's like Okay, it's 12 miles to town. We've already discussed that. Uh, But it's six miles to this uh, communications tower that, uh, you know, we can at least call in for some help or whatever. And then the guy that runs the mill is like, yeah, I'll make a run for it. Uh, Okay. The rest of us, I guess, will just walk to the village then. That's also like six miles away. Okay, cool. I just, I just expected like him going and then the rest of them just stand there for a minute. One of them just going... I don't think he's coming back. Yeah. <laughs> they take like four steps the other way. It's like, well, he wasn't that big of an asshole. I'm going to miss him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to miss him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah, so it's, so it's like, a, I don't know, John and uh, the doctor are like carrying the uh, unconscious guy, uh, the pilot. The or pilot, whatever. yeah. Which I'm and, surprised still alive at this point. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, and and Talia Shire is like carrying the the other fetus who's just like you know sleeping or whatever, <laughs> at least right now. Well, because they got it drugged. Yeah, yeah, they gave it some of the grandfather's meth. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, and then the grandpa's with them. Um, we the the next journey we see is the uh, the mill guy. He like gets to the the communications tower. 
and I, I don't know, he hears like flies off in the woods and like, oh, I should go check that out. Like, why? Why would you do that? Just head to the tower. Is this fool. the dude that is this the dude that kind of looked like Clint Howard? Yes. Okay, because yes. I actually for a second thought it might have been Clint Howard, and I was like, wait a second, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, no, I think Clint Howard was still like a like a teenager around those time. Clint Howard, big time to this movie. He's like, come on, guys, come on. But in but in the remake, it's Clint Howard. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, as he goes to check out this obviously rotting corpse pile of flies, it's like, oh shit. Oh fuck! There's that mutant bear. Ah! <laughs> and he starts running, 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 running. Gets to the tower, but damn it, there's a fence and it's got barbed wiring over the top, and and this lock is surprisingly sturdy. Maybe I should try crawling it. Oh fuck! There's the bear, and you know we don't see it eat him, but he like screams at the camera. Oh yeah, like he gets stuck. He like you just hear crunching like while he's under the fence or whatever yeah yeah he's being eaten crotch first and you hear crunching noises think about that (laughs) which by the way (laughs) if you're gonna get eaten bottom up is the worst way to get eaten i would assume insert dana gould uh bear poop joke (laughs) drop it right (laughs) drop it in right there future steve but bears are so stupid bears think we all walk around with shit in our pants. Because everyone they've ever caught Well, we're 12 for 12, you tell me. Let's just eat the top half and get the fuck out of here, I guess. Now you know why I don't tell them we speak English. What the hell do I have to say to a guy with shit in his pants? I have to say, as a fellow bear, you're really overthinking this. But, uh, yeah, so then we, uh, we get... And then we cut across to the village where, well, everybody's showing up perfectly safe. All uh, yep. six or seven of them. All right. Safe and safe. Movie over, right? Wrong. Nope, nope the village is empty. Um... And then uh, Hawks, we get this scene where Hawks is like walking through the forest and then we see like like a one shot of him like running down the side of a mountain and down a road. And then it's like, oh shit, there's a truck here. All right. And then cut to him back at the village like, hey, I found this truck like three quarters of a mile from here. <laughs> uh, Which by the getting... way, the, once they're in the truck leads to another one of my favorite scenes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay, so, so it's nighttime now. They've loaded up the truck. <laughs> It's taking them town. seven days to go six miles. Yeah, well, that's it. Okay, so the town's like, what, six miles from here? And they're like, all right, cool. This uh, truck, how long will it take for us to get to town? I'm thinking like, you know, 20 minutes, half hour or whatever. You know, yeah. paper Maybe like, 40 minutes. if Three to four hours. Like, what? What? Where are you going? No. <laughs> are you going through the trees? Should we get back in the boat? Should we just take the boat yeah. to get there? <laughs> Don't we have a boat? Bears can't ever get right? out of the boat. Yeah. So they're they're driving along, you know, like four or five miles an hour, something like that. Like not very fast, but <laughs> yeah. whatever. We'll, we'll assume they're going through the the tundra or the, yeah. the forest or whatever. But they have the uh, the injured, unconscious guy just strapped to the top of the truck. Yeah. And I'm like, that's that's how you lure the T Rex out of the forest, right? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so they turn a corner, boom, bear pops up alongside yeah! of them. They're like, oh shit, 
flips it's, the fucking truck. Yeah, it's like it's like he found out their route and he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna get them." Yeah, I'll take a shortcut. <laughs> oh yeah, and and this is where Armand is trying to free like the helicopter pilot as yeah. the bear is coming towards him, but he's too close. And Armand Asante proves himself to be one of the smart one of the smarter moves in this movie. He's like, "Fuck you, dude. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, dude. You're not running with me anyway." So, <laughs> and he gets fucking decapitated. Yeah, well, oh, that, yeah. that's just it. The bear just like in passing just like decapitates the guy and like keeps running towards him i'm like is that how the bear's gonna do okay that's cool i mean <laughs> so much so that I, later yeah so much so that i expected like a wound on his head or something but he just goes right by and the head's gone i was like wait what yeah <laughs> start squirting right out of the neck and it's like okay i get it um oh this is also so like when the trucks flip and everything is also when like the fetus i don't know like wakes up and just starts biting talia shire's neck and shoulder and shit yeah like oh shit (laughs) she's gonna die (laughs) that baby gonna die (laughs) yeah it was like if it wouldn't have been talia shire i would have been like oh maybe her character will get killed off it's like no come on movie i mean could be wasn't the 70s Kids well, die in the seventies yeah. all the time, B. No, no, but I'm talking about like Talia Shire because like Rocky was before this, right? Rocky uh, was like seventy six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this would have been like right before Rocky two, I think. Yeah, uh, so she was. People knew who she was by that point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, so they're running and they get to the river and the, the and they're, they're like trying to uh, you know just swim across the river because you know bears can't swim, right? No, terrible uh, swimmers. Yeah. And, yeah. and the fetus is just like it's still just like eating it to Leah Shire yeah. as she's there like in the water. Eat her neck off. <laughs> it would be great if like the bear was just gnawing more and more as the movie went on, and at the end the doctor turns to face her and her head just goes <laughs> yeah, <he> just <laughs> tips over. Yeah. Yeah, but they, they swim and uh oh that's right, and, and like the grandpa is like standing there and yes. like he goes to Kitanid and he's like, Kitanid! Uh, you know the spirit of the forest and then just gets tossed around like a dummy <laughs> like a dummy <laughs> yes. like a as dummy. if he were a dummy in the mouth of a bear um oh. i wrote down this this point it, it's so graceful the way it's shot i wrote down uh you have a dance with a bear in the pale moonlight yeah <laughs> yes Yes. Well, the all the humans they, they've like swam to the other side of the river, and they're at this dock that's got a cabin and everything, and they're just sitting there on the dock. I don't know, gloating at the bear across the way, like, "Oh, we're safe. There's no way that oh, no, bear can." They couldn't this see river. it. They can't see it. They're like, where did he go? Did it run off? Yeah, because it like oh, it goes. It starts walking like up to them, but then it gets underwater, and they're like, "Well, it must have drowned." Oh, good! It, it drowned! Yay! Ha ha ha! And they start seeing a couple bubbles, and it's like, "Yeah, it's air bubbles, because 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 it drowning. drowned." <laughs> and then there's the bubbles are getting a little closer. Oh, those are just those are just death bubbles. Yep. Yep. That's yep. his fart. We we should just chill here on the dock for the next <laughs> that's, five minutes. That's the, that's the bear losing its faculties. <laughs> 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 that's him turning from prophecy to drop a C. Uh, <laughs> that's just the bear shitting himself. Don't worry, guys. We're good. And then rah, there's the bear. Oh shit, we should get off this dock and get to the cabin where it's hey, like, lightly safer. Hey Armand DeSante, maybe you shouldn't have been standing in the water the entire time. Right? <laughs> yeah, so they so they run into the cabin 
And uh, I, I don't know. Let's see what happens for you. They're like, all right, uh, get into the cabin. Start ba- start barricading the doors. Eh? <laughs> Bear- <laughs> Wouldn't it have been great if, like, one of the characters said that as a knowing joke, and then went went and looked at one of the other guys, and was like, eh? "Eh, not the time, Armand." <laughs> just just looks at the camera like he's Paul Lind or something. <laughs> Get it, barricade? Nope, <laughs> nope, nope. But, uh, yeah, so and then we get a thing. We're like, "Oh yeah, there's a rifle there, but there's only two bullets left." And so, right, so they start like putting all the you know the dressers up against the doors and the windows and. I don't know the the plate display shelving, all kinds of stupid shit that's in this cabin. Then it's quiet. Do you think he forgot about us? Barely. Do you think maybe ah, the bear rips the fucking roof open? This staring down at him. I'm like what? What the fuck is happening? And then uh, they like take take a couple shots at it, and I guess hit it. Like ah, fuck. Right. Oh, and he quite easily murders uh, John Hawks, like Armando Sante, just fucking swipes him. Oh, yeah, I, I think that's after he rips down the entire wall to get yeah! him there. And then, yeah, fucking slap, bear slaps him, and Hawks flies a good 30 feet into, like, a tree stump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> and then the doctor is like, well... I guess I'll just try to stab him a thousand times with an arrow. Stab a thousand times with an arrow. <laughs> yes, with with several arrows that are already been shot into him by John Hawks. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, this look worked so well the first time. I think I'll continue to do it. Yeah, eventually, you know, work in the eyes and I guess getting into its brain or something. Right. All the bears just like, I don't know, trying to hug him to death. <laughs> a bear hug. Yeah. <laughs> And then the uh, bear is like, oh, fuck my eyes, and like falls back into the river and just starts floating. And then the doctor's like, nope, double tap it, <laughs> jumps yeah! out of there with the arrow, keeps stepping. Ah! And then he's like standing up on like trying to hold it under the water as it's floating. Yeah, <laughs> drown that bitch. <laughs> so the survivors are essentially the doctor, his wife, Tilia Shire, mm-hmm. um, Ramona. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's it, right? And the baby bear. Oh yeah, and the baby. baby well, bear yeah, I guess bear, evidence yeah. or whatever. Uh, yeah. So, so then we cut to a plane flying off, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I guess they're. All, we're just gonna skip the part where they like go to town, uh, have all, the whole thing, continue travel. But no, they're just flying back, and then yep. we see Talia Shire like in a hospital bed, and I'm like. Okay, so now they're at the hospital. Why? Why am I still hearing the noises for the plane? And then plane? it cuts back to the plane. And then it cuts back to the plane. I'm like, is she in a hospital bed on that plane? Unclear. And then <laughs> I thought I thought I was having a fever dream. I thought I remembered that wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're remembering that right. Uh, luckily, you don't think about it too much because <laughs> there's a surprise other mutant bear that pops up. Obviously, it's Daddy Bear. Was it not oh, the that's same? Right. They killed oh, Bobby Vance's Daddy Bear. I thought it was supposed to be the same one. No, I thought, this it was, different... I thought it was that dumb. Like, you might have just stabbed it a million times with an arrow, but it's still alive or whatever. No, no, no. So, this, so this, the this one, one that's... like had, it was like had like a severe case of mange, where like the face was like white. Yeah. So our our bear that's been chasing us has ha- has like a like a fucking pork loin like wrapped around its mouth. <laughs> yeah. This one was like all skull. Yeah. And and and. <laughs> 
the the costume or what we did see of the costume was so phony that I thought the twist was going to be like just some guy going, ha got him. Yeah. <laughs> Pulling the mask off. It's, 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 it's Grandpa's Grandpa brother. just pulls back like, hey, guys, <gasps> um, it's me. I'm still alive. <laughs> so, <laughs> turns out the Mercury made me crazy. I'm a bear. <laughs> See you in the sequel. Prophecy it's 2, like, the search for Curly's gold. Everybody, everybody that died, it's like a big, like, uh, it's like that April Fool's Day movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh Grandpa's like, uh, now I can finally run my meth organization in peace. Fucking right? case. <laughs> uh, but ladies and gentlemen, prophecy oh brendan would you recommend this movie yeah 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 Yeah. of course (laughs) both both uh this and the christopher walken film um (laughs) this uh i mean this and country time bears he recommends i mean if you (laughs) i would not recommend country bears (laughs) you just Um, said this and the christopher walken (laughs) oh okay the christopher walken parts i would recommend (laughs) um but yeah no this is like if you listen to our description and you didn't want to watch it. Um, I don't know what else I could say. Cause like, I, I think if I heard of all the stuff that happens in this movie, I'd be like, play press play. <laughs> and it's on prime. <laughs> if you're in Canada and if you're in the States, I think it's what two 99. Yeah. Two 99 on Amazon. Or if you have CBS all access, it's included on Amazon. There you go. Time, so. It's a weird, go. it's a weird thing to include on CBS all access. Yeah. That's the thing where it was so hard to find before. And now it's like, Oh yeah. CBS owns it. It's like, wait, was it a TV movie? We'll find out. <laughs> absolutely i love this movie this movie is fantastic this is definitely up there with grizzly and dogs and dogs dogs they're coming they're coming your way dogs all right well we're gonna take a quick commercial break uh possibly from our new age of radio (gasps) fam what What? yeah you've heard of them right but when we come back we have more beer, <gasps> fun facts, Ooh. and what we learn from prophecy. Ooh. Have you ever watched a movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every week we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it so you don't have to. And then sometimes, we ate your cues in our mailbag. No big whoop. Yeah, no big whoop at all. So that's, what were they thinking? You can find us on your favorite podcatcher, or follow us on the World Wide Web on Twitter and Instagram at WWTT Podcast. Who the hell says World Wide Web anymore? This guy. So, uh, yeah, see you soon. Wave at microphone. I love the smell of movies in the morning. There's no feeling in podcasts. There's no feeling in podcasts. This podcast will be quite operational when your friends subscribe. Feels. Real feels. Not the feels. Not the feels. Out of all the podcasts I've encountered, Real Feels was the most human. Hey, it's Drew. And Nathan. And Jack. Hey, guys, and we're the Real Feels Podcast. We come to you every other Wednesday with a brand new movie of a different genre every single time. So make sure to catch us on iTunes, Podbean, and any other podcatcher out there. You're the realist. And the feelist. Coming to Yeha. Hey, I heard you like movies. I heard you like to hustle. I heard you like podcasts. Well, guess what? There's a podcast for you out there called The Home Video Hustle. Damn right. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? 
every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I put a bunch of movies in a bag, and PJ picks one out at random. And then we just watch it. We talk about it for maybe like an hour, hour and a half, two hours. Whatever we feel like doing, wherever the conversation leads us. But do we actually talk about the movie? Most of the time. Ah. Tangents galore. Yes. So believe me, we may be a movie podcast, but it's not always about movies. We might talk about video games. Mm-hmm. Music. music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the big one, music. Uh, sometimes we might get a little bit of politicalness in there. Yes. Sometimes we may just, oh, we know what we like to do. We like to tell stories, PJ. Ah, yes. I am the master storyteller <laughs> yes. of the podcast realm. <laughs> Undefeated. So if you like to hear about movies, video games, whatever foolishness comes to our mind, the most random stuff you can think of, check out the Home Video Hustle. You can find us on the Stitchers, yes. the Google Play, yes. Apple Podcasts, what else? Podbean, what else? Podcast Addict, goddamn, all that. Ain't no reason you can't get your hustle on. We everywhere, worldwide, baby. Hustle, motherfucking hustle. Hey, we can't cuss in the promo, PJ. Ah, we gotta be family friendly. There may be podcasts out there that don't want his hair to say, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> good fun stuff. <laughs> well, <laughs> you. <laughs> no, no. Don't run the listeners away, Pete. Ah, I'm sorry. But this is going kind of long. Yes. So we'll end this and say, hey, check out the Home Video Hustle every Friday on all the various podcast outlets. Peace. Peace. Hi, I'm Brandon. And I'm Jason. And we host a podcast called Full Screen and Country. And what do we do on this podcast, Jason? We talk about the best British films of all time as voted by British people in the British year of 1999. The BFI Top 100, to be exact. 100 movies. So with each episode, we talk about a movie on the list, historical significance, if it holds up, etc., etc., etc. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all that good stuff. Wherever podcasts are sold, sold, sold. Hi, this is Dana Gould, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies on your radio, phone, computer, television, or record player. And we're back. Oh my God, Steve, those were the greatest Age of Radio ads that ever added in the history of Rage of Age of Radio ads. It's Rage of Radio now. Rage of Radio. <laughs> Woo! Rage of Radio. Rage of Radio. Say it right. <gasps> Rage of Radio, the sequel to the Cuba Gooding Jr. film. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Radio's Revenge! I'm not fucking around anymore. <laughs> or, or, oh, that's terrible, Steve. Or, <laughs> or it's the sequel, it's the sequel to Do the Right Thing, and it's the ghost of Radio Rahim. <gasps> Radio's Revenge! <gasps> By the Dave, way, Brent, I'm, a, I'm a little thirsty, I don't know about you guys. <laughs> sorry, real quick, Brendan. Yes. When do you want to do to, uh, Gone Too Far month? Uh, Yesterday. <laughs> where we do all the movies where uh what is it that they say in Tropic Thunder babe they, they oh go full retarded you, ne- you never go full retarded <laughs> but they did well babe I am Sam I'm coming next week <laughs> alright yeah well, for this uh special 250th episode Woo! I thought we'd pull out a special beverage for yes. to mark this uh, it is a Cotier Champagne Brut, uh, 12% alcohol by volume from the province of Champagne in France. Steve actually got this from the Cartier Corporation. Yep. Pretty fancy. Nice. Good choice for the final drink of your podcast. We, uh, I'm sorry, 
Dude, no, no, this isn't what? our final podcast. Oh, I mean, it's I, the I, final I, one of this podcast. I perhaps. love how you're you're so reassuring. I also like how we were going to drink this for our honeymoon, but we forgot it. Yep. And then we kept saving it for special occasions. So this might have gone bad because it's just been sitting around our house for four uh, years. Champagne doesn't go bad. It's uh... mm, Maybe when it's in a clear bottle. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But we'll find out. All right. Um, Steve's peeling this will, back. This will take but a few mm. moments. Oh, these cats are going to fucking fly in a second. This is going to be interessante. Poe's already interested because you've got shinies. Yeah. Right. You're not going to like this, baby girl. At least Cameroon's almost awake. Cameroon! <laughs> <clears throat> Alright. You have the top layer of foil off. Alright. They really don't want you getting into this champagne. I'll or, take the champagne. Yeah, Garbage. Alright. I am now, using my words, taking the top cover off. And now I will Woo! attempt to pop my top and... Hopefully not spray up. Woo! Hey! That went really well. That went surprisingly well. You okay, kitties? Not one kitty, like, actually even stood up. <laughs> Bo's looking at Pickles. She thinks Pickles did it. <laughs> Pickles, that's you farting? <laughs> Alright, and the pour of the champagne. I'm using my classy, don't, can't touch this. Ooh, so bubbly. Mm. So effervescent, so... This looks like water. Yes, very clear. That's good. <laughs> I guess the rest <laughs> of the bottle is for me. Steve's gonna sip directly from the bottle, as a as a true champagne mm. drinker does. It mm. smells super dry. It's uh, yeah, it's brute. Yeah, very dry. Definitely, uh, you can like smell the effervescence. A little of that carbonic bite. It's a beautiful see-through beverage. Mm. Steve's going in for the sip. It is supremely dry. Nice little little sweetness. Oh shit, that's really good. Yeah, this is dangerous for being 12%. I will finish off this bottle. Thanks, babe. Oh, we're getting drunk tonight, baby. Yeah. Guess what? I got pizza in the fridge to reheat. Oh shit. <laughs> it's a classic. Pizza night. and champagne. <laughs> pizza and cotton champagne. Possibly the most expensive thing we've ever drank. If there was a if there was a meal that ever could be called <laughs> everything I learned from movies, it's pizza <laughs> and cartier champagne. Oysters and Bud Light. <laughs> Mm-mm. I believe that's what's in our clamato or chilada. Nope. 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 Which nope. one is it with the tomato nope. sauce and oysters nope. and? Nope. Yeah, we'll pass on that. Uh, Brendan, are are you drinking anything on your end? Uh, no, I just had my coffee. Just oh coffee? Jesus! Oh man! Actually, hey, we I... just made a mistake. What? I just made a mistake. We guess how much this bottle of champagne's going for online? Like two hundred bucks. Four hundred dollars. Fuck. <laughs> What did you pay for it? Not a damn thing. It was, it was a, gift. a gift. Oh, okay. Okay. It's okay. It's worth it. It is. For my beautiful, beautiful wife. For my sexy husband. So you really think we could have got 400 for it? No. That's what it's going for? Yeah. And it's, it's out of stock. So that means it's like sold out at 400 Sweet. Oh. Sorry, what are you saying? That's right. We're drinking? drinking $400 champagne in this bitch. <laughs> actually, I'm actually done my coffee. So I, I'm not drinking anymore. I see. You're waiting to refill the glass. Uh, no, that's far away. <laughs> All right, well, in that case, as I take another $40 sip of champagne, um, who would be interested in some fun facts? <laughs> Only if they're super fun facts, because they're fun, fun facts. Uh, Unless Brendan wants to do it. Do you want to do what? the fun facts? 
Fun uh, facts, super fun facts, because they're fun, fun facts. That was really depressing. Thanks, Brendan. You're welcome. Mm. <laughs> Goddamn, cha-ching. That's some good mm. champagne. All right, <laughs> fun facts. All right, Rotten Tomatoes. Brendan, what do you think the critics thought of Prophecy? Um, hmm. <laughs> 26%. Bip? Oh, 16%. 25%. I'm going to call shenanigans, Brendan. <laughs> I swear to God, I didn't look. <laughs> no, it's all good. Yeah, 25% with the critics, but the all important audience score. Izzy, why don't you go first? Oh, um, this is the people? Yes. The, the people! Audience. Yes. Uh, I'm going to say 32. Brendan? I'm going to go with the same thing I said. I'm going to go with similar. I'm going to go, I'm going to go 20. 36% <gasps> with the audience. What? Yeah. So, so I guessed it? Did you say 36? You said 32, didn't you? Did I say 32? You were oh, closer okay. though, for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely closer. Yeah. I was going to say, then we have to end the, if, we, if I get it right on, we have to end the podcast. Yeah. I knew it! I knew it! <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, the only time that's happened is when we were watching movies specifically with a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. Even then, sometimes I'm too generous. Uh, $12 million budget for this movie. Yep. Worldwide gross, $18 million. So, yeah, not bad. What did, do you know what that was like domestically, like in the States? Oh, it's all all in the States. Oh, that's, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it was released worldwide or whatever until it was. <laughs> it didn't have video. a big, uh, a big gala opening in like Belgrade or anything. <laughs> it wasn't filmed in, you know, premiered at Con or anything like that. No. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm pretty certain. I think uh, it opened but, Sundance. It was oh, definitely one of the midnight wait, movies. I don't think Sundance was around back then, Brendan. <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there. There um, was some guy, Robert Redford, was super drunk up in his cabin, decided <laughs> yeah. to watch this movie, and was like, huh. I should do a film festival, so I can watch some real fucking films. Yes, fun fact: the gentleman in the bear outfit at the end of the movie is Robert Redford. What? No, I was kidding. Oh shit! <laughs> uh, this movie was filmed in British Columbia, nineteen seventy-eight. Yeah. Uh, I believe that's down in South America, where they all okay. The come from. All right, listen, oh, shut great. up. And uh, we we got friends in British Columbia named Doctor Uwe Boll. Hmm. Uh, but this movie marked the beginning of the Hollywood North, the major start to the development of massive film production business in Vancouver and other parts of the province of British Columbia and Canada. Since yeah. then, thousands of American movies have been filmed in this Canadian province. It's true. There is a shit ton of American stuff filmed up here, so much to the point where sometimes when I watch it, I can just tell watching it, I'm like, that's Vancouver. That's Vancouver, yeah. <laughs> That's not New York. Don't bullshit me, movie. Yeah, or they or they'll say it's like Wyoming or something. I'm no, no, no. That's Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we are. Talia Shire's involvement meant that Sylvester Stallone had to rewrite the final scenes in Rocky Two, also released nineteen seventy nine. Oh shit! <laughs> I thought you were going to say that he had to rewrite the final scenes of this movie because Talia Shire was involved, and I was like, <laughs> I was what? Is he a that personal was writer? Too. Yeah. You know, hey, Stallone's just she, trying to get his name on everything with the writing she goes, If she's going to do it, I got to write his stuff. I own her now. Yeah. <laughs> Put my name on the book. <laughs> right? Yes, the graphic novelization of Prophecy. <laughs> That'd be great. 
But, oh, I believe uh, it. Let me see. Is this a... Uh, it's just a fun fact. I remember reading something where... Uh, yeah, I remember reading something somewhere. It's not one of the fun facts here, but the the uh the 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 bear in this movie was supposed to be like a bear bee hybrid or something that's what the look was based on and i'm like uh, okay but i think that may have just been pulled out of their asshole I yeah know. i was gonna say how many imdb users found that helpful that's the real test <laughs> two out of 18 no I don't know. <laughs> uh, according to director john frankenheimer during post-production the studio demanded the film be cut from an r rating down to a pg uh, Frankenheimer felt this damage to the film, destroying the scariness it had created. Uh, this wasn't PG, was this, it? There's no way. Yeah. I mean, bear slap decapitation. I mean, uh, Jaws was PG? Exploding. Well, yeah, that's but true. There was a lot more gore, I thought, in this movie. I'm going to look it up. You guys, I'll, I'll look it up while you guys are talk, talking about fun okay. facts. All right. Kita Din. Uh, I'm sorry. Katahdin, K-A-T-A-H-D-I-N as in Nancy, the mutant bear monster, is portrayed by seven-foot-two actor stuntman Kevin Peter Hall, who went on to play other memorable man-in-a-suit monsters of the 80s, including the giant egg-headed alien in Without Warning, the titular character in Predator and Predator 2, and Bigfoot in Harry and the Hendersons, 1989. Woo! I'm pretty sure this, no, this is rated R. Yeah, it's gotta be. They're, yeah, it is. Especially, like, the Blu-ray release and everything where they have They re-rate stuff, because now, like, Jaws is, like, PG-13, so yeah. they re-rate, re-rate things. Well, there you go. Uh, Din also served as an influence for Man Bear Pig from South Park, which is half man, half bear, half pig. Super cereal. Super cereal, yes. <laughs> well, Brendan, Izzy, what Steven. did we learn from prophecy. Uh, Brendan, as the guest, would you like to hear Izzy go first? Yes, I would. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, I learned. I love bear slaps. Yeah. Bears slapping dummies across the room, especially kids in still in their fucking sleeping bags. <laughs> oh, my God. And that cut to the kid's face. Woo! And then, boom. Oh, ah. Bear slaps for life. Hashtag bear slap squad. Hashtag child murder. Yes. <laughs> uh, Brendan, how about you? Um, well, I don't know if I could top that, but I learned that um, arrows are best used in hand-to-hand combat. <laughs> yes. Knives, yes. nice. stabbing weapons, arrows. <laughs> yes. Uh, I learned that, uh, that uh, Passamaquoddy is apparently a tribe. Who knew? It, it means pass by mimosa. What? They use it and all, all the tribes use it. Passamaquoddy, man. That's my boy. That's my Okay. They're ladies who brunch. <laughs> They're native ladies who brunch. <laughs> uh, I also learned you can film a movie in Maine, allegedly, that's a horror movie and not made by Stephen King. I didn't think it was possible either. Uh, babe, did you learn anything else? Um, I learned uh, apparently you don't want mutant bear fetuses chewing on your neck. <laughs> Uh, mercury, it's the only liquid that isn't wet. Mm. Uh, Brendan, how about you? Did you learn anything? Um, I don't know why I wrote this down now that I'm looking at it. Maybe I was drinking or something, but I wrote down bears are scarier in nature documentaries. <laughs> I don't know why I wrote that down. <laughs> I was looking at it perplexed, and that's why I was like, do I say it? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> 
Excellent. Well, Brendan, thank you for joining us here on Everything I Learned From Movies. Um, I understand you also have a podcast. Uh, but before we do that, Steve, this is, again, your last episode. It's very, uh, nope. it's very, well, you know, not our last episode. it's, it's, nope, the, we have it's many the more last hurrah. In fact, and to 200 dude, more. we're having another one this week. I just, I couldn't go without putting something together for you guys. Yeah, and I true. hope, I hope you really enjoy it. Oh God, what is this guy? In the arms of the angels. From For Screen and Country. And I heard that today is your 250th and final episode. Man, those have been some times you've had. What a ride it's been. We're going to miss you guys. That now, that now at 250, you decided just to bail and be done. That, my friends, is a baller move you're like goddamn seinfeld over here we're gonna go out on top that's what we're gonna do so to you steve to you izzy i salute you and the sheer cojones that you possess and wish you all the best in your future endeavors is that puppy commercial Hey guys, it's Drew from the Real Fills Podcast, and I just want to say congratulations on 250 episodes, but also my heart is sad now, because you're going, and that kind of breaks my heart a little bit. I mean, no more bad movies, no more useful knowledge from watching them, but there can be a bright side. Izzy, you can now be Tidy Venus, the goddess who is good at housekeeping. And Steve, <laughs> no, I know sorry, it was a tight dream, but you can now it. fulfill your lifelong goal of sticking in Nicolas Cage's picture from Face Off into every Book of Mormon in the state of Utah. <laughs> I love you guys. Don't ever change. What's that on Patreon? Hello, it's good friend Montrose here. Hello, Steve, Izzy. I don't know where to begin. But uh, I must say, it's, it, is, it is, as I've come to know you over the years, I, I, I understand you, you are fine people as, as uh, you, you, you are, you are fond of animals, and, and uh, as an animal, I must say, uh, you, you can't be all bad, uh, despite the fact that you housed my father uh, for so long. I am terribly sorry those stains are never coming out. Uh, I, I am so appreciative of you, though, however, reuniting me with my cousin, Ben, uh, we've had so, so many delicious pints. Oh, so many. Uh, and, and I will probably uh, raise one uh, to you both uh, on this uh, auspicious occasion. Uh, 250 ups. My goodness. That is, that is strong. And, and, and like a good BBC series, you don't go on too long. You know when uh, to, to call it an end, to just put a nice little bow on it and, and call it a day. Uh, so really, uh, kudos to you. Uh, thank you uh, for 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 re- again reuniting me with Ben. Uh, a pox upon you for uh, continuing to help my father uh, continue to live. Uh, but the, the, with all that said, uh, both of you, I, I had to say thank you. Oh, later, Hackeray Jackeray Jock. Nothing stops the clock. Accept your age, turn the page, Hackeray Jackeray Doc. 
it's a work in progress. I would like some feedback. Hey, it's your old pal Jimmy Stewart here. Uh, just here to say, uh, Merry Christmas, Movie House. Congrats on 250 episodes, and uh, sad to see you go. Uh, hang on to your big dicks for luck, and 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 keep that energy alive. Stewart out. Steve, what you leaving? What the fuck going on, man? Who gonna pop the tops? Who gonna plug the shit? Who gonna... What? They got more downloads than us. Oh, fuck them then. Bye, motherfuckers. <laughs> wow. Uh, oh, thank you all for those touching moments. Um, Wait, wait, Steve, we're not done. We have a very special guest who also wants to say something, and he actually sent a video. It's your old pal Mark Summers from the Nickelodeon days, Double Dare, and What Would You Do? And, of course, Food Network with Unwrapped and Restaurant Impossible and many other shows. But uh, I'm here to say congratulations. 250 episodes uh, of everything I learned from movies is unbelievable. I know how much work it can be to put that many shows together. And I also know how much people are going to miss you and what a great job you guys have done. It's a hell of a run and, uh, you know, not many people can do it. Your listeners are going to be really sad that you guys disappear. So maybe it's just a, a rest or uh, maybe indeed you will be uh, coming back again in the near future. Did a little uh, homework here on you guys. Uh, so you, you sample lots of beers from uh, local breweries. I mean, you're in the Utah area. I thought Utah was was a dry state. I, I remember going there once and couldn't get booze for some reason. Maybe it's just where I was. Who knows? Uh, anyway, Utah's a beautiful state, and uh, I've been around Salt Lake City and up in the mountains as well, and it's quite gorgeous up there. Uh, what else do I know about you? You have three cats. What are their names? I, I My first cat was Twinkie because it was gray on the outside and had a little white belly, and it kind of reminded me of the uh, cream filling of a of a hostess Twinkie, and you have a bunch of baby rats. Please tell me you don't feed those to the cats. You know, uh, that would make me very sad. But I uh, just want to say congratulations. You guys pulled it off, and uh, I'd love to know where you're going next, what your next uh, big endeavor will be. So uh, thanks on behalf of all your your next project. Thanks. Uh, wow. The fuck? Yes, of Double Dare. <laughs> Uh, giving us a shout out on our apparently final episode. Well, uh, I guess we have to end it now. Yeah. Thanks for convincing us, Brendan. We yeah. were going to, oh, what have I uh, done? Job, job well done. I guess we'll uh, cancel our episode this coming Friday, a mere three days from now. No! I just, uh, yeah. And um, don't worry, Mark Summers, those baby rats are, they're living their best lives. They're eating snacks. In fact, they're eating some stale bread right as yeah. we speak. No matter how much I beg, she will not feed them to the cats. I do have to. Uh, throw out some credit though uh, throw some credit out to Drew of the Real Fails podcast and help me secure Mark Summers uh, so thank oh you Drew God. You guys couldn't. You guys couldn't cameo or something. You, or? you guys couldn't secure him for an interview. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll give him a call. Maybe he'll be like, "What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Cameo? He just sent me a video. We're, we're just I just had to give him my banking information. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Mark, going to a good cause. Hopefully, double dare too. Mark Summers just needed my social security number and my mother's maiden name. It wasn't that much. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, fun, fun fact about Mark Summers: actually, uh, Kenyan prince. <laughs> He's a prince in Kenya.
Canyon. I heard Canyon because I've been drinking. <laughs> yeah. I've had like two sips of that I... Cartier Champagne. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, thank you everybody for your warm oh my God, sentiments thank you so and much. kind regards. Uh, fortunately, because I suppose Brendan's been spilling some misinformation. This is not our final episode. No, no, I'm, uh, I'm sorry to disappoint you all. Mark Summers, I'm sorry to let you down, but we actually plan on keeping going. And, and the really weird thing is, like, I think Drew and Brent actually already have their next episodes with a schedule. <laughs> That's what's really weird about it. But for real, guys, I just, I actually just wanted to put that together for you guys because 250 episodes is, is amazing. So, congratulations. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Um, and just a fun fact, this is our 250th quote-unquote episode. We've really done like 450 with all of our Patreons <laughs> and Main mini episodes. Movie episodes. Celebrity interviews. Uh, you know, answering <laughs> Snack all reveals. I know, I know when we uh, when we do the taste test on the chips and crunch right into the microphone, those are your favorite, Brendan. Oh, yeah. So we're going to make mm-hmm. sure we get more of those in. Please. Yeah. <laughs> and make and make me pay for them too. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what the Patreon money goes to. Yeah, right. that and keeping yeah. pickles high. Yeah, well, yeah. Thanks, guys. That was that was more touching than it should have been, um, but greatly appreciated. <laughs> uh, so, Brenda, you, you you were saying something about having a podcast. I think. I oh, mean, was I? I forgot what happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, by the way, that that first guy. I think you said his name was Jason. Who the fuck is he? I don't think he's been on our podcast, so he doesn't exist. <laughs> well, he should be. I, I'm, I, I've been telling him that he has to come on, so it's going to happen. He's a man with all of his other podcasting ventures. He's, he's very hard to reach, and he does demand quite a hefty fee up front. Ooh. Ooh. All right, to Kickstarter. <laughs> Gee, Jason or Mark Summers? Uh... Think the Mark answer Summers is just obvious. wants your mother's maiden name and your social security number. Like, <laughs> Shit, I Stop turning that. Mark Summers into a Nigerian prince. <laughs> <laughs> He was a he was a very lovely man, and I had it was a pleasure corresponding with him. Um, he, he's absolutely wonderful, and if you could give us his contact info, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's c a m e o dot c o m. Now, thank you guys so much. You guys are this is like above and beyond. I'm so happy. <laughs> very last minute too. It was like two days ago. I was like, oh, let's do something ridiculous. <laughs> Um, yeah, I do have a podcast. I have a couple podcasts, um, and they're both ending today. No, no, just joking. Um, <laughs> no, they're actually for me. Episodes in. <laughs> no, that was actually for me. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I have a podcast called "What Were They Thinking," where we talk about bad, questionable movies, just like you guys do, of course. Um, you can find us on. Wow, I was just going to say Podbean. I guess you can find us on Podbean, but our home base is ageofradio.org, baby. What? You can also find us by searching for us on uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcast. You can search for us on Podbean, but we don't have our home base there anymore. And, you know, follow us on Twitter at WWTT Podcast. Search for us on Facebook, all that stuff, Patreon. Um, my other podcast is called For Screen and Country, where I, I Jason and myself, we uh, we talk about the British, or the, the Bear Film Institute. The Bear Film Institute Top 100. The uh, British Film Institute Top 100 British Films of All Time, also on Age of Radio now, so that's cool. So find us there or search for us on any podcatcher app that you have. I'm sure you'll find us. And Twitter at BFI underscore pod. And if you want to find us on Facebook, just search for us. There you go. And of course, uh, you you may have heard earlier, we are also part of the ageofradio.org 
website and everything. Uh, nice yeah. little network of great podcasts. So check us out there. And of course, we're still on Podbean. Uh, was it Apple Podcasts? Google? Are Podcasts, we on Apple Podcasts Stitcher. or are they a son of a bitch? You, you know what? By, by the time they're hearing this, we'll be back on there. I'm hey. sure. We have, uh, we have top producers uh, making sure that happen. Pickles, uh, get your ass up. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Pickles. Dropping the fucking ball. I don't care if it's Mac. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, but he yeah. says uh, he only works on Linux processors or nothing. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> DOS based fucking cat. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Or you can just hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at EILF Movies. That's, That's everything, everything I learned from movies. movies. Um, babe, are you on social media? I am. You can find me just about everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. And no, I'm sorry, Drew. I hate to let you down. I'm not going to get any better at housekeeping. Even if she didn't have this podcast, there's no <laughs> no turning that goddess around. <laughs> uh, the greatest, uh, one of the greatest comments I ever got was uh, I had actually cleaned the house and we had our friend from New York come and stay with us for a night. And he was just like, whoa, Izzy, you better make some money as an artist because you need a housekeeper. <laughs> But uh, yeah, you find me just about anywhere. As of the time of this podcast, I believe our Kickstarter has already wound down. Yes. But we turned all these snackosaurs into enamel pins. Oh my god, they're so cute. They're dinosaurs who are snacks. If you've been on my Etsy page, you've probably seen the print. Now they're going to be enamel pins. Um, you can pre-order them through the Etsy because I don't believe all of them have arrived yet if you really want me to combine your favorite snack and your favorite dinosaur i do have that listing up in my etsy shop 300 bucks you'll get a uh, 20 pins out of that plus my design work that and then that snackosaur that you created and you will uh, get some uh, bonus credit for will be available in my shop for everyone yeah so yeah i guess uh until next time i'm steve i'm izzy i'm brendan goodbye forever <laughs> No, 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 goodbye forever until next time. This coming Friday when our new Woo! episode will be up. Don't, don't believe the hype. <laughs> don't believe Mark Summers. <laughs> How dare you? How, How dare double dare you? Treasure. <laughs> How, How double dare you defy Mark, Mark Summers? I would like to call out Drew and Brendan right now for uh, Mark, making Mark Summers lie. Mark, I apologize on their behalf. <laughs> no regrets. Hashtag uh, no regrets. By, by, by the way, hit us up at EILS Movies. That's everything on there for movies. We'd love to talk to you so much. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.